What's up, everybody? Welcome to the third edition of the Real But Objective Podcast. I got a new face in here with me. His name's Sully. Sully, introduce yourself. How we doing? Thank y'all for having me on today. My name is Sully. I am a hometown kid, born and raised here in Bartow. Uh, went to the high school here in Bartow, you know, dual athlete, football, basketball, um, and Know, went to school, Florida State. Shout out to my Seminoles out there. And oh no, nah, that's it. That. We go Gators over here. Hey, that's fine, man. That's fine. Yeah, I already know Florida State. They haven't been having. The- it's been rough. Yeah, it's been rough, rough man. So I, you can have that for now. But um, you know, y'all are, y'all did good last year. But anyway, um, you know, I'm just back home and you know, working and you know, just glad to be here. Glad to be here. We're glad to have you, man, in the studio with us. Oh, for sure. Um, let's talk about what made you want to reach out to Jay and get into podcasting, man. Yeah, man. So, you know, sports have always been a, you know, a really big passion of mine. Um, you know, I follow follow uh, specifically football, NFL, college, and basketball primarily. Um, pretty much every day, kind of staying up to date to that stuff, and you know, it's just, it's just a love there, and it's been there since I was a kid. So, just any conversation and uh involving you know football basketball i'm i'm all for it and you know looking to pick y'all brains today too so right. let's get into it let's, let's get go. into it what we got lance first topic let's go ahead and get into it you say you're a Steelers fan i just had to let you know that yeah i'm yeah. a packers fan you know last time we met in the super bowl you know we <laughs> had to win that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but um let's jump straight into it um tell me what you think about the whole aaron Rodgers blow up you know it started with Adam Schefter, you know, on draft night, he felt like that was the best time to drop the story that Aaron Rodgers was frustrated in Green Bay and he wanted out, basically. So tell me what you think about that. Yeah, well, um, if anybody been kind of following Aaron the last few years, this isn't really a new thing. He's he's kind of been, uh, you know, frustrated with the organization, um, you know, and he's kind of just finally expressed himself in that interview it was a lot to unpackage there, and he he said a mouthful. Um, you know, everyone knows the caliber player that Aaron is. Uh, everyone knows what he means to that organization. And, you know, I think it kind of just reached a point to where the organization kind of realized how vital he was and, you know, him, you know, expressing himself really kind of, you know, I think they realized, realized that they, they need this guy to compete. Oh, absolutely. What's what's your take on it? I'm gonna go last. <clears throat> man, the NFL shitty, man. The NFL shitty to their players. That's that's what I took out of it. The man, the man's been look what they did to uh, Brett Favre before him. He's seen it. He went through it. They did it to him. Right. They drafted his replacement. Now he's being professional about it, saying, "Hey, what's my future here? If not, I'll leave." You know. I see the writing on the wall. He's taking it professionally. Good for him calling out the organization. He loves the fan base. He loves the, you know, the the small market in Green Bay. But he I think he just had enough of them owners and the upper management and finally put it out there and like you said so, you know, he's speaking the truth and right. But, but the NFL's shitty, Lance. Yeah. They it, shitty. It's pretty bad. Um but I, I do want to say that the Packer way in this situation is wrong because 
we don't know how good Jordan Love is. He wasn't really a winner in college. He went right. to Utah State. They didn't really play anybody. Right. So for you to draft a quarterback when there was two wide receivers on the board that they could have taken that Aaron Rodgers really wanted, that was strike one. Strike two was when they had the chance to get uh, and what's his name? He was in Houston, and now he signed with the Dolphins. Um. Oh, what is his name? Will Fuller. Yes, they had the opportunity Fuller. to get Will Fuller at the trade deadline. All they were asking for was a second round pick, a second round pick that we, the same second round pick that we used on a on a center. That's pretty much he might be our starter, but pretty much gonna be a backup. That was strike two. Strike three was we get into the summer. It's time for contract extension. I just came off an MVP season. I just came off one one possession away from the Super Bowl. That broke my heart. <laughs> one possession away from getting to the Super Bowl. Sorry about that. <laughs> Tom Brady would never get love from me. I'm just kidding. Tom Brady, you the GOAT. But he is the GOAT. I just shout I, out Tom I, Brady. But look what look what New England did to Tom Brady. Similar situations. Sim- yeah, similar, similar situations. situations. They let the man walk. You're going to let him walk. He wins the Super Bowl. He's going to go back next year and play. You're going to do a tribute for him. That's just show for the fans. But, they, but the NFL shitty. And I don't I don't knock Green Bay. Their, their way of going about as an organization works. He said it himself. But... You know, that love for that, that veteran player going out the door, there ain't no need for it not to be there. Right. So him and I guarantee you there's a lot of organizations in the NFL that feel the same way of what he was saying. hundred percent. I like I said, I'd never seen an interview like that. Like that was crazy. He told you the truth from point A to point B, and you can tell that he told you how he felt. He went into deep depths. He called every veteran that's ever left the ever left the team, asked how he felt. He then, he, he he even went to them and said, hey, I got a situation where y'all can get draft picks of a quarterback for now and a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Basically told them that. He didn't name the team, but we all know it was Denver because he was playing golf matches with your boy Elway, mm-hmm. and we know that was the situation. And then you had other things that leaked out that he basically confirmed. was like, yeah, but I didn't leak it. It just kind of happened that way. Right. So he had he was professional enough to get you a situation to where you can get a lot for an MVP caliber quarterback. And everything that you did was a slap in the face to him. Mm-hmm. Because all he was asking for was let me let take my input on free agency. But but didn't you get the from me at least watching it and I watched it today. The whole interview. Right. Okay. I've seen bits and pieces. I watched the whole one today. It was kind of like he, he's he been made feel like LeBron felt by that reporter saying, shut up and dribble. It's shut up and throw the ball. I don't give a damn what you think, Aaron Rodgers. We pay you millions of dollars to lead the team on Sunday. Know your role. Read the room. We don't give a damn. And I think that, I think all them years of that, Build up, build up. And he's finally at a place where he's like, what you going to do? I'm going to say what I want to say. 
And and the way he came about it is if you don't trade for my if you don't trade for Randall Cobb, yeah. I'm not showing up. I'm not coming if you don't trade for Randall Cobb. Boom, they trade for Randall Cobb. Oh yeah, one more thing. He he was like, those year, those oh, extra years, let's go ahead and void those since I'm not valuable enough to you for you to let me know what my future is. Let's go ahead and void those so I can be a free agent after this season if I choose to be. I love it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he. He pretty much got them in the palm of his hand. Who do you blame in Green Bay? Because the the Green Bay fans own the team. I don't know how that works there. It's they part owners. They they own the team, but they don't make the decisions. Like you can't go to the fans and be like, "Hey, I know vote." We're not going. <laughs> you can't you can't go to all the fans and be like, "Oh, we're gonna draft this player. Let's vote on who we're gonna draft." Right, right, you know what I'm saying? Like right. it's not like that, and it's. You know, obviously, it's a it's an NFL business. I just wonder if they got like a board and they have like a fan that sits in and represents the fan. <laughs> now, how I think it works is, I think every year they have a vote for like the higher up positions. Yeah, and like the fans can vote on that. Like if they, okay. I don't know how many that would make sense. How yeah. many often years they do it? But I think if whoever whoever running it right now, if Aaron Rodgers get let go and they go from one game away from the Super Bowl to picking in the top ten, uh, those top guys can kiss it goodbye because they nobody gonna want they gonna run them out of town. Like mm-hmm. it's it's bad. Like it's three years. It's this this gonna be three years in a row that we get to the NFC Championship and lose five times in his career. We get to the NFC Championship mm-hmm. and we lose. It's unacceptable, right? And you have, in my opinion, because Patty ain't came yet. He only. You know, he's still young. The greatest quarterback, the most talented quarterback ever. Because Brady's the GOAT. He's the most accomplished. Mm-hmm. But if we go on talent for talent, I think nobody has ever played football been better than Aaron Rodgers at the quarterback position. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, you know. That's because he, he's athletic. Right. You right. know, I feel like you know some of these organizations take these guys for granted. You know, certain players, especially a quarterback. That's, that's the most difficult position to kind of – you know, find your guy. Like, it's hard to find a good quarterback, an elite quarterback in the league. There's just probably about seven or eight elite guys who are pretty good in the league. You just don't come across these types of guys, and I feel like the well, they kind of they, they kind of try to throw other guys in there, but we know it's only right, three or four. Right, yeah. right. Okay, yeah. So, you know, just from That's that standpoint, the- I feel like these organizations take certain guys for granted, and like you say, it's, oh, we paying you this money, and, you know, you got the big extension, but the ultimate goal is a championship, you know, and the player wants that just as much as the organization. And, you know, I just it, – it's a messy situation. It was a messy situation that Green Bay kind of got themselves into when dealing with Aaron. Oh, it's still sticky. It's just he showed up. Right. He's there. You know, like, basically they – him and Devontae Adams was reposting pictures on Instagram of the last dance. Like, him and Jordan and Pippen, the same picture. Right. Like, from the last dance article, meaning simulating that it's the last dance. And then all the other teammates got in on it, posting pictures of Dennis Rodman and all the other guys. So how I'm feeling right now is I'm going to enjoy the hell out of this year because after this year, I think we're going to be going to picking in the top ten and I'm going to be just saying go, Pat, go, and we ain't going <laughs> to freaking matter. But Aaron also realized this is, this is his best chance to win with this roster, this team that they put together. Green right. Bay does a good job with, you know, keeping good players and – you know, maintaining a good competitive roster and, you know, always going to be a top four team in the top three team in the NFC. So 
I think Aaron's going to give it one more shot, give it his all, and hopefully, you know, they finally get over that hump. If they, the only way I think Aaron Rodgers stays is if they win the Super Bowl. Because then if they win the Super Bowl, then they got to give him a, a luxury, a contract extension. Listen, I'm going to make you happy. Tom Brady and the Bucks will win the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> Tom Brady retires. Aaron Rodgers comes to Tampa Bay. I've heard that. That's the biggest slap in the face to Green Bay you could do. Right. I've 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 heard that and I did not I I would not be mad at it. Uh, just for just for trash because we're Gator fans, but I didn't think about that when I said it. But I'll take Aaron Rodgers over trash. <laughs> oh any day of the week. hundred percent. hundred percent. I will show up to some Bucks game. Will I put on the Bucks jersey? Hell no. You ain't doing it? Hell no, I won't put on the Bucks jersey, even if it say Aaron Rodgers on it. I will show up the green I will show up to Tampa Bay Stadium with an Aaron Rodgers Green Bay jersey on before <laughs> I put on the Bucks jersey. Although when I was little, my granddad and my grandma and everybody had me in that junk, but I I grew up and got and and started to understand like what's real and what's not. And the Bucks been trash forever <laughs> until last year. So, <laughs> but we'll make you a Magic fan and a Bucks fan eventually. <laughs> oh, Magic! The Magic coming like because throughout this free agency and the draft, I found myself getting mad at them. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? You got all these guards and you doing this, but we'll get on the Magic when we get to the NBA topic. But I don't know. I just. I don't know. The Bucks gonna be tough, but oh, yeah. in my heart, I, I I think the Packers can get to the Super Bowl this year, man. Well, it's gonna be the NFC Championship again. You agree, so? Yeah, yeah I do agree. And it's I gonna hope, be a repeat. And I hope we get home court, home field advantage again, man, because we picked Tom Brady off three times, and we just I should have won that game. We should have won. And I just was staring at the TV screen. I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I was so pissed off. I didn't watch it. You remember what won that game? It wasn't nothing worth watching, man. Yeah, was, I heard, but I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't watch it at all? No, I didn't watch right it. Right before the half, DB got burnt. That was a difference maker. Oh, you're talking about the, the Packers game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kevin King. Scotty Kevin Miller. Scotty Miller. It was, it was terrible coverage. Why are you in the cover <laughs> one when it's five seconds left? I was so pissed off. I slammed my phone. My old phone was so broken because I slammed it on the ground. My wife was like, are you crazy? I'm like, man, no. Like, it's it's crazy. But Yeah, that was a big play right there. It, it hurt. And then right after halftime, freaking Aaron Jones fumbled the ball. Give it right back to the Bucks. They go down and they score. We'll see you again. We'll have a lot to talk about leading up to that for sure. I, oh, think yeah. you, I think you two will be the favorite, the Bucks and the Packers. To oh, come for out, sure. That so. Nobody in the NFC touching us unless injuries happen to either side. Major injuries, I should say. Yeah. Like if Devontae <clears throat> Adams go down, we shitty. If Aaron Rodgers go down, it's dead. Uh, if Tom Brady go down, it's really dead for the Bucks. Uh, oh, man, Trash coming in. He'll be ready. Kyle Trash wouldn't be ready enough to get you over the hump. You think, you think they're going to play him this year? Like I, to rest Brady some? I think – I think he's going to play all preseason. Brady will play the first two games, and then he'll get all the rest of the reps. And then, yeah, during blowouts. I, I would like to see the mentality of fourth quarter Tom's on the bench. Because that's that's kind of how Trash got good with Florida. Exactly. Yeah. He came in and that, that way he could really learn from Tom. Right. We could see it on the sideline when he come off and, and, right. and Tom coaching him up and stuff. That's what I like to see. Right. Correct. That's and, and Tom knows that this is probably his last year playing football. 
Well, I don't know. He said three or four more. He say that, but he just LeBron say that too. That's yeah. why I'm he's they, done. They That's say, how he wins. They say that, but I, I, but LeBron and Tom Brady at two different places though. Yeah, athletically, LeBron is still probably the top two athlete in the league. Tom Brady is top five most unathletic people on earth of all time. Of all time, not athletes, <laughs> people. Yeah, in general, I mean, I mean, his forty time was like a five six, like. A five six, my my son can run that right now <laughs> in forty seconds, but I don't know. But let, let's go ahead and jump into it, man. Enough NFL talk, you know. This a this really an NBA, NBA podcast, so let's go ahead and jump into it. What y'all what y'all boys think of the the Lakers moves? They went and got Melo. They went and got who, who they just they went and got Kendrick Nunn. They got a bunch of guys. They got and they resigned Dwight. They got Dwight. They Dwight got Dwight back. They do. They got Russell Westbrook. Carmelo. And then they got yeah, I said Melo first. Okay. And then they got a bunch of other guys that, that could three and D space the floor. Cause you know they were saying them boys won't be able to shoot the ball, but then they went and got three straight shooters when they said that. Got Kent Baysmore. Baysmore. Wayne Ellington. Ellington. And surrounding Brown with shooters right now. And you know, they going back and to then, that so he can facilitate. And then it's a rumor out there that if Kevin Love get bought out, that's who the Lakers trying to get. I don't know, man, at that point. man, Y'all again trying to get everybody. When they got Melo, I said it's over. It's over. Because all Melo ever needed was somebody to take the the, who the attention off. Who you got? I don't even watch the NBA. Like, you know, I've been vocal about that because I don't want to be sounding stupid on here. Yeah. But with AD, LeBron, Dwight Howard – Westbrook and Melo, like that's tough, man. Man, Melo was that dude last year for the Blazers, man. People yeah. don't give him enough credit. Melo like, might be a top five, create your own bucket person in the league. Oh, oh yeah, he's top, top, three, time. top three score of all time. Okay, yeah. So him, Kevin Durant, and MJ. Yeah, top Melo shot forty three percent. Recipes cold. Year. Please don't slap oh, me. Yeah, recipes cold. Yeah, top five. Yeah, yeah, top five score of all time. You put them on on the Lakers with AD, and then LeBron already don't like the ball, so he he really <laughs> give don't. him somebody to pass to. He passed first, yeah, and, and that's what's crazy. LeBron is a top two scorer in the in in the history of basketball. But how do you think and it's going to work with, with Westbrook and and Bron? Westbrook just going to play more minutes, and that's just how that's how Westbrook going to get his. He's going to run a lot with the second unit while Bron and AD kind of rest. Because they, they need it come money time in the playoffs. Yeah. So regular season, Westbrook will get his numbers. Westbrook will eat. And then in the playoffs, it won't matter as long as you get a W every time. You yeah. think he's averaging a triple-double during the regular season? I don't think so. I think he will average 26, 7, and 9. I'm going to say it here on the on the podcast so y'all can rewind and, and, and go back. 26, 7, and 9. It's a lot of ball to go around now. It's a lot of ball, but it's also 12-minute quarters. Yeah, it's a long game. Bron is only going to play five of each 12-minute quarters. Is Bron okay taking a back seat? Bron is going to essentially be what? I won't say all the way, but essentially he's going to, for it to work, he's going to have to be what Chris Bosh was in Miami. So in order to do that, he just has to become a true point guard and let Westbrook be the slasher, which is fine because – if Bron brings the ball to the court, the ball is touching his hands. He feels the ball. Mm-hmm. He gives it up. He goes and he moves. 
What he gives it to Westbrook. Westbrook call for a screen and roll with AD. If they double Westbrook, he drop it off to AD. If they double, if if they double uh, AD, Westbrook going to dunk on somebody's head. I think it's going to be real fun to watch. I do think it's going to take a few games to kind of get that, get that chemistry and oh, get, absolutely. That, get that thing gelled together. But man, this is a big three here. You know, but think it's about it though. A big three. I've sure. been thinking about it ever since I heard in about two, it. In two thousand, it's it's kind of going to be like what happened in two thousand eleven when Wade and Bron, when they both was mano y mano up here. Somebody had to take a back seat. Well, Westbrook's younger. So, Brian got to take kind of a slight back seat. I mean. If he does it and they win a championship, it might be the biggest one he's ever won. Probably because he had to he had to learn to, had to not be the, the number one guy. And make the biggest adjustment. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. I thought he was going to have to make that adjustment last year when they went when they went to the bubble. I thought AD had to be the number one guy for them to win. But he let AD eat early, and he just ate late. Now he got to kind of facilitate early, score in the middle, and let Westbrook finish. Because that's that's kind of how it's going to go. Because Westbrook got a high motor. He oh, play, yeah. He a high motor. I love his game, man. Love so Westbrook's you, you, game. You got to let a dog be a dog. Mm-hmm. And he going to bring it on the offensive and defensive end. So, Brian going to reward him. You know, here, boom. I mean, who knows? You know, LeBron is – Always looking for something new to do. Scott Skiles lead all time in assists in the game is 30. I, I guarantee you LeBron get at least one 30 assist game this year. At least one. I don't know, man. That's a I ain't never seen assist. nobody do it, but, hey, it's a good goal to set. We'll see. <laughs> if you're throwing 12 lobs, that's 12 assists. <laughs> you, got, you definitely got people to lob them to with Dwight and AD now. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And Westbrook. And Westbrook. So, I just think that that's kind of what's going to go on. But, you know, enough about the Lakers. Let's talk about everybody else. I mean, who you think is the other free agency winners? Oh, man. The Bulls have had an amazing, you know, last couple of days. They pretty much flipped their whole roster upside down. They got a whole new starting five, and it looks competitive. I got them going to the playoffs next year, kind of replacing those teams as far as, you know, like the Wizards who went this year and, uh, who else came out the East from the Knicks? The Knicks, teams Knicks, like the that. Hawks, All right? Seventy Sixers. Have the Knicks done anything? Oh, New York Knicks fans are just—I think they signed like Evan Fournier. They ain't done yeah, they signed Evan Fournier and they brought D Rose back on the three-year deal. Right. Okay. So I need to see a little bit more movement. In see, they agency. their chess move is. Dame them not gonna make the playoffs. That's my prediction right here, right now. Damian Lillard them might not make the playoffs. They ain't been making no noise in free agency, and I know so he, he don't. They like didn't that. get any better, and they lost Melo to the Lakers. That's fifteen points of scoring going down the drain. That's within your conference too. Within your conference, within somebody that you got to see four times a year, and not to mention if if you do make the playoffs, probably somebody you got to see in the first round. Which, like I said, I don't think the Blazers make the playoffs this year. I mean, Dame is my guy. He's never missed the playoffs. I I just think this year is going to be the first time he don't make it. Because unless, like I was saying before I get all caught up. Yeah, you sound like you easy stand. Yeah, unless New York is in on that chess piece and that's their chess move to go get Dame. Hmm. The one that I sent you today? Right. No, that that's the Warriors. 
Yeah. That's that's a move that could that could possibly happen, but I don't think that move's gonna happen because they just gave Stephen Curry a two hundred and twelve million extension, and a two hundred and twelve million extension with a hundred and ninety million dollar contract won't work. When you got Draymond getting paid seventy, and then you got you got Clay getting paid, I think one twenty six. Mm. That's not enough money. So that it's possible, but that probably wouldn't work. Warriors gonna make a few moves. They're gonna part. They're gonna trade Wiggins and Wiseman for another guy, but I don't think it'll be Dame. And I, I, I think it will work if Dame went there. But I think Dame essentially gonna end up in New York. He gonna go out east because he's been in the West his whole career. He gonna go out east, make the playoffs, make some noise. I mean, he gonna do it bigger than Trey Young just did it. Cause look, Trey Young was two wins away from the finals. But I like that. I would like it if he went to the East. I think that's a good move for him. I just think him and CJ just not enough, and especially with the Lakers stacking up, and then you got the Utah Jazz. Them teams good. Right. The Clippers will be good. West in general, man, it's yeah. tough over there. It seems like the West is always better. West traditionally West. over the years, and that's why LeBron made it his business to go win one out west because they always said that he could right he could never win out west if he went out west. And you know what I've been thinking about too when it comes to him going over there. I feel like when he was in the East, man. Teams fear like going against Cleveland, right? And I feel like if he was still in the East right now, he'd still be, oh, going. But like you know, he like you say, he went to the West, and at that point, that just opened up the floodgates for Giannis to kind of do his thing now in the East. And the plan was for him and AD to always play together. So if they was in the East, let's say he didn't leave in 2018, that draft pick where they picked Colin Sexton and a bunch of other players would have been for Anthony Davis too. So either way, Anthony Davis and LeBron was gonna play together. They got the same. They got the same agent, so he can pull whatever strings he wants. And shout out it, Clutch Sports. Yeah, it would have been it would have been AD and LeBron regardless. But like you said, to your point, everybody fears LeBron. You see how last year everybody went east to get away from Brian. Right now, LeBron stacked the deck in the West. And you got guys like DeRozan and Kyle Lowry and all those guys. They kind of, oh, I don't want nothing to do with that. Let me go on to this side over here. See if I can, you know, we'll run into the Nets. But if we lose to the Nets, we lose to the Nets. That's a juggernaut team, too. Oh, yeah. If they're healthy. If they're healthy. If they're healthy and that's the finals. That's the, that's going to go seven games. I'm here for it. That's, that's going to go seven final. games. And it's probably going to go. That's a Christmas Day game. Double. For sure. Yeah, they're oh, they, gonna play Christmas you Day. know they're going to do that. But you know, Bron going to make a chess move. Bron will sit out that game. Because he don't – Bron is so Bron is so smart. Like, it was a game last year when they anticipated playing the Clippers. Bron didn't play the game before, but the game on, on – he played the game before, but the game that was nationally televised that everybody was going to watch, he sat out. Now, what's the reason for that? Because he don't want to give you he don't want to give you all the tea before we go in the playoffs, how to match up against him, what he don't like, what coverages you'll throw at him, what what he'll do on offense if you throw this coverage out. He wants you to figure that out game by game in the playoffs. It's a chess move for him. You know how kind of how Jordan loved to go to the Olympics to find out his their weakness. That's that's kind of LeBron's chess move. I think that's garbage. Why is that garbage? It's trash. <laughs> it's trash, bro. You, you're you're uh, <clears throat> the biggest athlete in the world. 
Mm-hmm. And if the league that you play in that gives you the platform to, to play that game on is nationally televising you, you should get out there and play. You got a lot of a lot of little lances out there watching. Correct. You know, kids that that don't get to see him, right. but he gets on the national NBC game or whatever it is. And, and LeBron has mentioned that before in the past. He said, was, yeah, he was upset that the Spurs used to do it. Low management, low management. Kawhi does it. Everybody does it now. And yeah. it's just one of them things where. But that's really the reason. There's, but can't you get that same thing off of watching film? You can, but, you know, guys do different stuff later in the year. They save stuff. You know, mm-hmm. they don't give you everything all at once. Like maybe LeBron early in the season looking to look attack middle and shoot the short jump shot, short mid-range jump shot. And then later he'll come off a pick and shoot the top of the three of the key. Or maybe he'll later he'll come off and he'll give you that look and you'll think you covered it and he'll spin and go and dump baseline. It's just little stuff that you can't adjust to in game. You can try to, but it just don't work. Trash. <laughs> 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 I mean I respect I respect it if that's the level that he's he's at but then at the same time I don't because at the end of the day it's a sport it's entertainment and I know what he means to you as a grown man correct so you got these other athletes that are looking up to LeBron and then you know like but, AD like you know a younger it just well AD he don't low manage the low manage AD legitimately be hurt yeah like he always hurt Always. I don't think AD been fully healthy since he was like 17. Because he was 6'2 his freshman year of high school. 6'5 sophomore. 6'9 junior. 7 foot senior year. And then in his second year in the league, he grew two more inches. So he's 7'2? So, yeah, so he's never been like... he. They list him as they list him as 7 foot, but I seen him stand next to Boban, and Boban and him about the like, same size. Hey, I mean, he's carrying around a lot of weight, and... His knees, him, his yeah. knees never let's, caught up. Let's talk about the eyebrow, though. He ever gonna shave that thing? No, it's marketed. <laughs> yeah, just like, it's just marketed. like, he just patented. Like, just like James Harden never shaved that beard. It's, That's it's, true. It's marketed. They threw that in That's Space what, Jam too. <laughs> exactly. That that thing ain't going nowhere. You, you like the movie? I I still haven't watched it because I told myself I was gonna go to the uh, movie the first night. I haven't watched it. I wanted the hype to die down. All the old man talking about, oh, look at Bron trying to be like Jordan again. You know, oh, the movie's trash. LeBron did this. LeBron did that. I'm like, ain't it a kid's movie, though? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, I still hear a little bit of chatter about it. So once the, all the chatter die down about Space Jam 2, I'm going to lock in. I'm going to watch it. And then I'm going to analyze it and break it down. They, they messed up because they shouldn't have done it. They should have done it with up-to-date cartoon people. Or like characters that the kids play, like it should have been a Fortnite character, like skin. Oh, LeBron along with some mind block or uh, roadblocks or whatever these kids play because they don't know who Bugs Bunny is and they Daffy don't. Duck. And, but you uh, know they took LeBron took advantage of that Fortnite and became a billionaire, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I I bought that twenty nine dollars skin. Oh, as you a got girl, it, man. Yeah, <laughs> both of them, both the whole set. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I've seen the movie. I think I think it's a good movie. You like uh, that? Like you say, it's. You know, it's a movie more tailored to the younger uh, audience, and you know, I think it was a it was a good movie. Um, I liked it. I I liked it, personally liked it. The fact how they kind of threw in all of the uh, animated, all the Warner bro- uh, brother characters that they've used over the years. I saw like it uh, on there. Um, pretty much 
again, everything, all the uh, characters from movies that, you know, Warner Brothers produces, all those characters and stuff kind of made an appearance, super villains and stuff. Um, I thought that was pretty cool, man, kind of seeing those, you know, those characters, you know, from from uh, past memories kind of make a make a showing. So in your opinion, if you had to choose which one you think was better, the original or Space Jam 2 or you or they're just two different movies that you can't compare. Right. So I've seen both. And when I watched the second one, I actually went back and watched the first one again. So I don't know, man, it's just something about that. You know, MJ um, and just, you know, it being the original. Um, hmm, if I had to pick one, though, I, I probably picked the original. But I again, Space Jam 2 is a, is a great movie. I encourage people. Like to I said, I'm that. just asking because I haven't seen it. And mm-hmm. I, I'm about to do that analytic, that analyze it myself. I'm going to watch both movies again. I didn't think the first one was that great. So, yeah. no. And I was biggest Jordan fan, like. It's a kid's movie. That's yeah, how I look right. at it. They both, yeah. I wasn't a kid when that came out. So <clears throat> I didn't look at it like, like, oh, this is a great movie. I'm going to watch that again. I got you. Well, yeah, I was a kid when it came out because, you know, I was born in 1993. <clears throat> <laughs> but um, let's let's jump some more NBA talk. Let's jump into it. Um, Smart, I mean, dang, smart. Small market teams. As you know, the Bucks just won a championship. Right. And Giannis basically was trying to get guys to come over and play, you know, play with him. And one of his own guys just up and left him for a small market and went to South Beach. P.J. Tucker just signed a two-year, $15 million deal with the Miami Heat after just winning a championship with Giannis. What is your opinion on the small market teams and why no one wants to play in the small market in the NBA? Well, first off, PJ he's he's been in a, he's been around the league for some years now. He's an older guy, so you know I'm about, his mindset was probably you know go get as much money as I can get. You know he was chasing that championship. But I pause. That's the thing. The Bucks offered him the same amount. They did okay. Like it was pretty much the same the same thing, and you know. I was having an argument with my friend, and he basically broke it down to me, and he was like, look, he want a ring. He want to go live somewhere where everything popping at. Okay. And if you know P.J. Tucker, he probably spent $3 million in shoes a year. Oh, Ain't no shoe ain't no shoe stores like that bumping in Milwaukee. Yeah, you got one of the hardest collections I've seen. That man got some shoes. Exactly. Tell me, tell me why this man pulled up before Game Five with Giannis's next shoe, and Giannis haven't even seen it yet. I did. Giannis see was that. like, I didn't even see my own shoe yet. How did you get this? Giannis was like, where you get this from? And PJ was just like, I'm like that. I'm like that. And he was, he had his shoes. Uh, he had Greek feet shoes in his hand, and then he had a two hundred thousand dollar pair of shoes on his feet. Like the man, the man. <laughs> It's ridiculous. His shoe collection is crazy. It's crazy. And, you know, PJ don't get paid that much until now. Like, so he dropping money, money, money on these shoes. Right. But I, same question I just asked him. Why Why you think it's tough to keep players in the small market in the NBA? Why you think Alda? In the NBA, just for what you just said. People want to be out where it's popping. Nightlife, Miami, L.A., New York. Chicago, Milwaukee don't sound great. 
Same reason why we started out the show, Aaron Rodgers. You're trying to recruit players to come to Green Bay. Well, Who wants to go out there in that cold? That's the thing. For It's a difference with Green Bay. Guys actually want to come there. Well, yeah, because it's a great organization, got great players. But but they ain't going there because of the lifestyle. They going there to play with Aaron Rodgers. And that's where another thing Aaron Rodgers threw out there. He said, I've been recruiting all these guys to come. And then when it's time for negotiations, you don't want to pay because you cheat. Yeah. He let him have it. <laughs> he definitely let did. him have it. But, that, but but back to the back back to the bucks. Man. Would you go? Would you go to a small market? I mean, it depends on the situation. Like as a free agent, I'm a free agent, and what was let's call it my fourth year in the league, and I I get the opportunity to play with Giannis or Jimmy Butler, and Giannis them just came off a championship run. I I I think I'm going to the small market team. Because I'm, I'm, I haven't, I haven't accomplished anything yet. I haven't won a championship. So it depends on the small market team and who's on their roster at the time. Correct. People wanted to go to Cleveland when Bronx. No, was they, there. they didn't. Man, they did. Nobody wanted to go to Cleveland. Like not till he got there. No, I'm saying like even when he was there, like Man. the big three was. He asked them to. Come. Well, yeah, they didn't want to go, but but you talking about two big players. I'm, but I'm I, saying though, why? Yeah. He, they either said we're gonna do it in Chicago, big I market. I wish they would have done it in Chicago. They they, they said he was going to do it in Chicago, and which would have been more dirty because they would have had Derrick Rose with it. They want to do it in Chicago or Miami. Those are the two. And Bron could have overtaken Jordan's fans. Ooh. I don't Can know. You imagine. I, I mean, it would have been a storyline there. But but if he would have went to Chicago and won championships in Chicago. It would have really, really, really helped his case in the right. good conversation. I, I, I think agree. at that point in time, LeBron won a champion yet. Yeah. Was some he just won a one. There was some big shoes to fill. And if they would have pulled what they pulled in 2011, and he would have went and lost in the finals in Chicago. He couldn't have handled it. There would have been no coming back from that. Yeah, yeah. He would have been tarnished. Good thing he didn't do that, LeBron. Yeah, because <laughs> like I said, 2011 was probably the worst meltdown of a superstar of all time. I wanted to cry when that junk happened because everybody knows how big of a LeBron fan I am. Everybody was giving it to me everywhere I went. Every, I had to take it for a year. Like, it was terrible. Terrible, terrible. And then OKC won the first game in 2012. I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go again. LeBron about to be 0-3 in the finals. God dang. Here we go. <laughs> and eventually we gentlemen with made Kevin Durant cry to his mama and LeBron got his first chip. Yeah, the boys was babies, but hey, but they they were still there, man. Yeah, they did. Maybe. Harden wasn't Harden yet, but Westbrook was Westbrook, and KD was was seventy percent KD. Shout out to the small market teams. Though. I feel bad for them sometimes. You you gotta wait till a player wants to come back to their hometown, or you gotta wait till you you're so crappy that you you hit in the lottery. You know, like it's you just waiting to. It's like being a magic man. Like Although I don't, waiting. I don't feel bad for the Oklahoma City Thunder. No, they got so many draft picks. They're gonna be able to get who they want and build homegrown guys. Yeah. Okay, if this guy don't pan out this year, you know what? This this team high on him. Let me get this guy and bring him in, and then we'll get this guy over here. I got a buddy who's a big OKC fan. And he's excited about it. Yeah, they got they got so many draft picks. What I think gonna happen is it's just a something I'm thinking. OKC got enough draft picks to take LeBron James Jr. And we all know LeBron want to play with his son before he retire. 
if OKC get LeBron James Jr., LeBron to go sign a one year deal with OKC and his career. All right, I'm glad you brought that up because you had your show notes, and I didn't want to bring up a topic. But if LeBron, how good is LeBron's son? LeBron, is he a top? Is he a first round pick? He's he's in the top of his class right now for high school. He's, he's definitely of, a first round pick. He's he's a top of his class. He so he's gonna do the one year in college and then maybe not. A, he don't need it. What he need to go to college for? His daddy rich and he gonna get rich by going to the G League. I think he'll go to the. G oh, League. he can go straight to the right. I don't think he's going to go to college. I don't think he's going to waste the time. Although LeBron may push him because LeBron didn't do it. So he may go to college for a year because, you know. There's a lot of ways to do it nowadays. Yeah, you can. Especially now they, they can get paid off their likeness now in college. Correct. So, yeah. so he may just go to college because you yeah. can get paid for that. Yeah. And then you get to have the college, the the lifestyle, the women, the girls, the people okay. screaming your name, all that. So let's say, <laughs> let's say that. Braun's son comes out and he after his one year in the league or college he is a late first round early second round kind of everybody in the mock draft is putting him if he low if he's low then LeBron can go get him they can trade up for a 28 but see he's never he's not going to be low because we're already talking about what is going to happen whoever gets him that's what I'm saying you yeah, said just, what, you said what if he's a late a late pick if you that what I'm thinking is he's he's all the the sports guys are saying he's a late pick, but yet OKC come out at pick number three and take him because they know they're going to get LeBron. Or he goes number one because whoever has that number one pick saying, I know if I sign him, I'm getting LeBron too. Yeah. Is he a junior in high school right now? Bronny? He, yeah, Bronny's going – this is going to be his junior year right here. Oh, so he's still got three years. Exactly. Like That's what I'm saying. And LeBron said he want to play three more years. <laughs> so I keep trying to tell y'all that before LeBron retired, the last thing he want to do, because he already planned to get some of Bronny teammates. They just got out of college. When Bronny was a freshman, those guys were seniors, you know. They just left college. Um, So it'll be this year? This year he played some of Bronny teammates. And then the following year will be Bronny's senior year. And I'm, just, the, I'm just trying to think back in all the sports. Has there ever been a situation where – a player can be impacted so much by their draft stock by a parent. See what I'm saying? Uh, Lonzo Ball? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> well, damn. Yeah. Lonzo Ball? Yeah. I mean, let's be real. If Lonzo wasn't talked up the way his daddy talked him up, the Lakers take Jason Tatum with that second pick. Mm -hmm. But because they Magic, should've. because Magic was a point guard... And he believed in the hype, and he liked what Mr. Ball had to say. He took Lonzo, hence to why he don't have a job right now. I was going to say, he probably never should have even signed up for that job if right he, now. If he, if, if he take Jason Tatum, who's to say LeBron and Jason Tatum, and you can't trade Brandon Ingram and everybody else, and then you have a big three of Jason Tatum, LeBron, and AD. Two young so. guys with LeBron on his way down. And then you just keep building while LeBron go out. That would have been nice. Yeah, that's like that's exactly that why Magic don't have his job right now. He said he stepped down. Man, Magic got them movie tickets. But he blew it. <laughs> right, Magic. He blew it. Magic Johnson blew it. He doing all right now. 
Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> real well from, so. <laughs> you got HIV and you still alive after. Wait, what? When he lost Aldi? that job, didn't he go uh, become a partner of the Dodgers? Yeah, just he yeah. just went somewhere else. I move my money. Yeah, he'll move his money because he owns thirty three thousand Starbucks. <laughs> you know, two AMC theaters. You know, he got he got it. That's good right. for him. But to say that don't happen, I don't know. Best Laker ever. Magic? No. Rest in peace, Mamba. <laughs> no, sir. Nobody. Shout out. See, Kobe. see, but it's, I don't see how you could do that. How you do that? No, it's it's Mamba. Twenty years, same okay. team. So we're going off. I was more so. longevity of the career, which makes him the best Laker ever. And and you, the championship. You can't put Magic Johnson in an argument with Michael Jordan for the best shooting guard of all time. No, but I could put Kobe in that one. That's what I'm saying. So right. Kobe is the best Laker of all time. And LeBron's a Laker. LeBron's just a Laker. No, LeBron can't touch Kobe as far as Laker. As far as a Laker. No. See, I mean, I'm just, I'm just bringing it up because LeBron's my number three. With right. Kobe is two. Right, but so no, just, Le, just like LeBron couldn't go win two championships with the Bulls and be the best Bull of all time. That, how that work? It would have helped. It, and it wouldn't have helped. It, man, it, it, listen, if he would have done what we said and went there, and they would have won. Two championships in Chicago, back to back. Say, there'd have been back a lot of people because it's it's not what it's what for you do for me now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's so, true. Not saying people would have forgot about Mike, but they, they wouldn't have been holding on to that nostalgia like me. I ain't been an NBA fan since. True. So I don't know. I mean, but who's to say he? They just wouldn't have said they had a super team and they won two championships that they were supposed to win. Cause that would have been overkill if it would have been. Not, but two, well, three players would. Uh, yeah. Derrick Rose, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and LeBron. Dennis That's Rodman. That's four. Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan. That's it. And Tony Kukoc. Well, Kukoc was an international star. They said the Luca. That's a big four. Luka. It just, it, it just so, the GM was better then. Well, he was just cheap. Well, but he <laughs> how you how back you, to Green Bay. That's how they do it, bro. How you only pay Scott Pippen three million dollars for like six years of service? That's how you do it. That's how they because when you're dealing with that salary cap and all the things they're dealing with, that's why Green Bay and Rogers gonna bring these players in. But when it comes time, nope, we're gonna get a younger, cheaper version of you to do what you do. I don't care about. It. There's no loyalty there. Yeah, and that's what he was complaining about. So yeah, but you can't you can't change the way of the league. No. You're not going to change it. You can, you can, you can try and and maintain it, but you can't change it. But no, th- those Bulls teams back then were super teams. Nobody wanted to admit that. I'm glad a Jordan head said that because yeah. nobody wanted to admit that. Every every Jordan fan, when I get into an argument, dang, LeBron need all this help. I'm like, bro, but there's a difference, and no, there's really not. Because they did it within the confine, you know, whatever the parameters were of the league. So right. You know, but going overseas and getting an international Tony Kukoc, if you remember, they didn't get him right away. They had to wait a little time. So, yeah, I mean, kind of like Luca. Yeah, they were doing whatever it took to give MJ help. So, but but, but uh, it's a lot of Jordan fans that just don't want to admit that. And you, a diehard Jordan fan, sitting here telling well, no, other Jordan that, fans that that's because they're not being real and objective. Yeah, you know I mean, like that's real. That's real. <laughs> I like how he threw that in there. I like that. <laughs> Throw it in there one time. Oh yeah, <laughs> but kind of going off your 
you know, the small market question, do you feel like, you know, when players do go to those small market teams and they do win, you know, make those deep playoff pushes, win the championship versus a Brooklyn Nets team or a Lakers team or, you know, the super teams kind of winning it all. Right. Do you feel like that it's a respect factor, a pride thing in regards to kind of, you know, these guys going to the smaller market and kind of taking this team that, you know, hasn't, you know, been there before and, and, and winning it, you know, do you think it's, it's more respectable pretty much for, for you know, those teams? I mean, it's, it's viewed that way. If we talk about all of LeBron, let's talk about LeBron's four championships. Which one is the most respected? Cleveland. Is Cleveland a small market? Yeah. yeah that's that's that. just kind of how it goes. Like, he came back <clears throat> home and delivered a championship for a racist owner that called him a gorilla, and he still won. With bad, with bad chemistry, bad turmoil, in those terms, they came back from 3-1 against the greatest team of all time and, <laughs> and won. Even though they didn't finish the chip, if we greatest regular season team, my bad. I ain't gonna get yeah, you. I ain't gonna hurt I you. Saw, hey. I, 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 <laughs> greatest regular season, yeah. greatest regular season team of all time, seventy three and nine. But that's kind of just how it goes. Like Giannis right now, like it's it's memes all over Twitter. You go on Twitter, Giannis's one ring is counts for more than uh, KD's two championships. Right, I've been seeing a lot of that. Um, just like. Um, Dirk Nowitzki's ring counts more than Kevin Durant's two championships. It's whoever, even though Dallas not a small market at all. Dallas got big money, but oh yeah, it's kind of it's just kind of how you win it, the way you win it. That's 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 my answer to that. I think let's 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 hop into this. If I seen this thing, if Giannis and KD retired today, who whose legacy would be bigger? Shout out Kendrick Perkins. He tweeted that, and I seen this. I was actually watching him discuss this topic on First Take yesterday, on yesterday's show. Um, I mean, for me, especially when it comes to the KD thing, you know, I I don't think, I don't necessarily respect the move that he pulled. Um, I understand basketball from a basketball perspective. You know, it's hard. It's hard to win the league. But when you're that great of a player – and you join the team that just beat you. If you can't beat them, join them. And that is the message that he sent the kids. And and then what they do in AAU? Kind of in a, in a certain sense. <laughs> I was but, just taking a shot. That's all. Yeah, in a certain sense. But no, actually, no. I got a kid that refused to go play for a bigger circuit team because he don't want to. He want to get it on his own. Good That's for real. Him. Good for him. We because we played, we played Team Nike Florida over at the Big House. Of course, they beat us. You know, that was the one game we lost, but they got in trouble because they, they had an 11th grade on the ninth grade tournament. They lost. Of course, they lose. I mean, of course, we lost to them. But the guy in his class was ranked, I think, 75th in the nation. Rome made it his business to go at him. Rome, you know, Rome usually chilling. He facilitate. He get everybody involved. But that game, he huddled everybody up and he told them, look, I'm going at this kid. I get y'all y'all looks, but for the most part, I'm looking to be aggressive. The, that, that kid that's ranked 75th had 13 points. Rome had 38 points. 
We lost by 17, but Rome made it his business to go at that kid. And that is why LeBron is number three in the GOAT conversation. Because that kid that you're talking about, he got that mama mentality. Yeah. He don't play. He he kind of like Braun where he I'm just going to facilitate and do my thing. But when that moment came, he wanted the ball and he told his teammates, I got y'all. That's that. That's that killer instinct that we talk about that separates it. That Now that I say it out loud, you know, I, I took a screenshot. I'll show you. I, I give Braun props. He's a lot better person. Probably. That's what put him highly in the GOAT conversation. Yeah, like the way he plays the game. And, and you know, Jordan was a good passer and, and maybe a better defender. But that's when when I argue it. Braun's a better person. But basketball-wise, because the coach in me wants that kid that you're talking about. You know, I just thought about when we talking great players, LeBron and KD and stuff. And super teams is, you know, this can this ties into the last few years. Seems like the term super team is always attached to two people in the league right now, as far as their names are always, you know, attached to that term super team. Right. It's Katie and Braun. Mm-hmm. And I think about it, it's like, you know, these are the, these are the two best players in the league right now for me. And then probably you got your Giannis and Kawhi and stuff, but okay, I mean Giannis just got a super team label saying that you know because Drew Holiday was Come the on best. On, I'm just saying what people saying on Twitter. I didn't think right. that they are a super team at all, right? Nah, so they ain't a super team. I don't know. I'm just I was just thinking about that. I thought that was pretty interesting. I just just thought of, had that thought, and you know you had KD with the Warriors and the Nets. Obviously, those are stacked teams, and then. Bron had his big three in Miami, Cleveland, and now with the Lakers, and it's like, but that these that, guys are kind of being the trailblazers of this, right? But if we if we talk about that Cleveland team, they weren't really no super team. It was LeBron and Kyrie. And I said I, big three, no, yeah. but yeah, LeBron and Kyrie they I carried them boys, and I wouldn't consider them a big three. I just think Kevin Love just had he was a little better. Everyone think about him what he did in Minnesota. But just look at what Kuzma's about to go do in Washington. I guarantee you Kuzma averages over 20 in Washington. I can't year. wait to see Washington play this season. They had some good acquisitions too. Dinwiddie. <laughs> and they got Kuz now. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Sully, but our, our boy Sin just sent us a, <laughs> he got a funny man. Hey, man, call this man. <laughs> call him. Right as we talking about Braun. The GM. Yeah, that's what they call him. That's what they call him on Twitter. Oh, man, that's funny. I'm going to call him. But while I'm calling him, we'll ask him to give us his his take on this. Let me ask you this, because I think I know what everybody's answer is going to be, but I got a different take on it. Who started the big teams? Like the super teams? The super teams. I think James worded them. You think all the way back to them? I think James worded them started it, but what started in this modern era – was the Celtics. The Celtics started that jump as far as making LeBron go get his boys. And Yo. Yo, Sam. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. You live on the uh, Real But Objective podcast, so don't incriminate yourself, as Joe Biden says. What up, Sam? What's going on, my guy? Not much. Just in here chilling. We're talking about, he just asked, who you think started 
the super teams? Like, what was the first super team in your eye? Well, we just laughed at the text message that you sent. <laughs> and I was like, hey, right. call this man. Call this so, man. Uh, get him on here. But I did ask that. Who, so, start, who started so, uh, the super teams? So, objectively, the, the era of the super team transitioned when, when NBA players collectively bargained for their rights, for stronger rights during free agency. And the first team to take, the first ones to take advantage of that was Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen when they went and joined Paul Pierce in Boston. That, that is, that is what should be considered the first super team based on how everybody's talking about it. We have had teams in the past that had multiple superstars together, but that usually happened through traditional team building and the occasional like, one person just happened to contract be up type of deal. But the whole let's meet up and get together and try and win a championship started with Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. That's what Lance was saying. I, I just said that. I was like, I was just. And that's my- because the free agency, I didn't mean to cut you off, I'm sorry, but that's because the free agency rules changed around that time too. Right. He and, hit us with the nerdy stuff too. He came right, he, to collect the bargaining. But that's sin, that. though. Was, <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I know my basketball, man. Yeah, I know my basketball. Print. I don't like arguing nope. with sin because he he always back it up with facts. And yeah. you're like, damn, man. With a hop step, and then it, it was like that. It was like that travel. You know what I mean? It was like that Euro step thing. Like that was technically a travel, but they're not calling that. Yeah, because it was you know so I mean? it was so clean. Yeah, yeah, it was smooth. So in my mind, the the big team, we, we were talking about, I'm a Bulls fan, and I think Sin will agree with me, that the Bulls were a super team. They weren't built like a super team the way that you did, so, the NBA now can do it. But I think that people looked at the run the Bulls made, and then after that, right. it was Kobe and Penny. And well, I think people... And this will this help uh, my boy out with his defense of LeBron all the time. <laughs> the Bulls were not a super team until you look at it in hindsight, right? right? And we do that with LeBron a lot too. We're like, well, his team was great, and we, but we don't say that until after they win the championship because, like LeBron, Jordan, they elevate. Nobody was checking for Paxton, Kerr, Ron Harper, or even Horace Grant, and like, yeah, he did get Scottie Pippen who turned into a who was a great defensive player and stuff, but like. You separate them guys. Like, when Pippen went elsewhere, he was trash. Like, Jordan made them the super team at the time. You know what I mean? Like, LeBron, uh, like, we say the same, like, Kevin Love, at the time when it was Kevin Love and Kyrie, we were like, oh, they got a super team. Kevin Love been trash. He, was, he, he wasn't successful before he went there, and he ain't been successful afterwards. Kyrie was his Scottie Pippen, kind of. You know what I mean? So, like, the Bulls weren't, they were a super team because of how successful they were, not because of the quality of, of, of star players or whatever. That makes perfect sense. When you put it that way, it makes perfect sense. And yeah. what I was about to get into was LeBron, LeBron is the GM. He does put his teams together. But the difference yeah. in LeBron and KD is LeBron teamed up with his homies to beat his enemies. This man, KD, teamed up with his enemies to be this homeboys that he's been playing with for seven <laughs> years. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm telling Listen, you. Listen, KD, KD joining Golden State was way weaker than the decision pinfold to me. 
So thank you. I'm with you on that one. And that, and it comes kind of full circle. We started the show off with about Aaron Rodgers situation. And I got a question for all of you. Name an NFL player. Seneca, don't you jump out and say somebody right off the bat. Name an NFL <laughs> player who had a huge role in their team and who they draft in and free agents and the, the, the NBA, the MLB is just different than the NFL. The NFL owners for the most part, shut up and throw the ball, shut up and run. I don't give a damn about you. That's, that's just my yeah, take on the NFL. Down. I will say though, that even though Tom Brady had nothing to do with the draft uh, per se, but I do think Tom Brady had a control of the free agents. I mean, cause you, well, Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. But you're right like, though. The NFL is structured different as far as the the NBA is the players players run league, right? The NFL and baseball is not so much that way. I will say in in, in Aaron Rodgers' defense, though, most above middle tier quarterbacks, like the whole what Aaron Rodgers wants to have his hand in, um, because of the way the verbiage has been, has been overblown. He does not want personnel decisions like to the extent that people are overanalyzing it. Yeah. But he does want he does want to say in which receivers they draft or if they're getting rid of alignment or something like that, right? But most above middle tier quarterbacks, they Jay Cutler they pulled Jay Cutler in when they drafted another quarterback. Like they have those conversations with people and Aaron Rodgers' top tier. You know what I mean? Like we we'd be hard pressed to find to name 10 better quarterbacks throughout the history of football. You know what I mean? Like, sure. he deserved he, he deserved to be, you know, let in. And and if you listen to the way the GM talks, like, the GM is like a bitter ex-girlfriend or something when you listen to him talk. I like, heard him, yeah. He, he, Ryan is he's terrible. still trying, yeah, he's still trying to flex. He's like, I've not relinquished any any personnel decisions or I'm still running the shit. Like, you can tell, like, they – their relationship is broken, but yeah. they can't. He won the MVP. They can't go on from him right now. You know what I mean? So I, I love it. I love that he, he called their put card. his foot in his mouth. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, he did. He's and, making it. He's making it work because Aaron was the bad guy for most of this offseason, right? Like everybody was like, "Why is Aaron acting like a full brat?" This, this, and that. And he finally, it was like Jordan at the Hall of Fame speech. Like when when it finally went, they made their deal. And Aaron went up there and talked for that, like, eight minutes or whatever. It's like he opened up. He pulled the curtain back and was like, look, I feel like I'm not an average player. Like, I should have more say in my future and things like that. And he wasn't – he didn't miss on anything. No, he shot straight forward to the point where my mouth was open on some of the things he was saying. Yeah. (laughs) And he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong at all. And he didn't bring up – mental health on the whole thing that I saw. But you could tell to he me. Did. did he? Did he? I watched a 17 well, I mean, he, minute one, but I didn't, I didn't. He talked about, I don't know if it was in that specific one or maybe something he released, but he talked about how he spent his off season worrying about, you know, himself getting healthy and getting into a right place or whatever. Okay. He didn't blame, he didn't blame the, he didn't the label fracture that they have on that. He, but he, he, he didn't mention it, but okay. I don't think that played a part in any of this. It's just they were disrespecting him. Oh, you know? for sure. But but disrespect does play a part in mental health. If a man's being disrespected, oh yeah, I'm over sure it contributed over, to his stress, yeah, right? He, yeah, they, and that, that's what I saw—a man coming out, being speaking this, his truth, and like this is right. what I'm dealing. Oh yeah, with. 
I knew he was changing when he dropped off Danica Patrick and went and got him an old regular girl. <laughs> listen to this guy. Listen to this guy. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! But hey, like kind of go. You guys are saying this is over the course of because this isn't a new issue. He's he's been frustrated with organization the last four or five, yeah, three, been four, two, three five years, years at this yeah. point. Yeah, Ever so since they got rid of builds up when they got rid of um, Jordy Nelson. Oh yeah, that's I right. Think that's, that's when it's yeah, that's what he started talked about it. how they did the best in yeah. the past. Yeah, he, he named some Hall of Famers too. Yeah, Julius Peppers, like, Charles. But Woodson. that's the thing, right? You got a Hall of Famer quarterback. You're not going to at least, even if you're like, look, we can't make the numbers work to keep Jordy. Like this is why. Like short of that, like you're not talking to your Hall of Fame quarterback and finding out which guys you want to keep throwing the ball to. Right, because if he really wanted them, he would have chipped some of his money to keep them there. Kind of hot. Nah, Tom Brady I don't did. think he's doing that. You don't, don't think, think he's doing? I don't think he's doing that. You don't think he'll do the Tom Brady? <laughs> nah, I don't think he. I don't. I, I think he's done. He's done so well without having to do it. Like he, he never let that on. He talked about when they threw more money at him or whatever. Like it wasn't about the money, but he never alluded to. I could make some concessions to keep some guys. That never came out of, you know, he's never even brought that up ever. I was hoping to hear that. I really wanted him to say that. If but he, he had didn't. said that, it would have been A1 over the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. What else did we hit on that we can, uh, the small market teams? Yeah. Um. I, the, how P.J. Tucker just, after winning the championship, just up and halt to Miami. <laughs> well, I watched the thing on that. They're talking about, so his offer was at $7 million. But they would have had to pay a luxury tax of about twenty three million if they kept him. So he really, it really would have been a thirty million dollar hit for them, and that 